Welcome to this week's edition of the Retail Risk Podcast, sponsored as always by Alltag, and thanks to our supporting partners, 3X Logic, Aura, Lodge, and Intrepid. Now, my guest this week is Chris Cole. Chris is the commercial executive at Easy Cash Holdings, based in South Africa. Having served in the British Armed Forces, Coldstream Guards, no less, he now resides in South Africa in Cape Town. An ex-corporate global C-suite lead responsible for everything from loss prevention, risk, insurance, security, health and safety, fire, food cost operations, the list goes on and on. Um, 25 years uh, experience within Asia Pacific, Middle East and the African region. Worked and were employed as brands such as McDonald's, Accenture, Bellman, Pep Africa. The list goes on and on. Chris, welcome and welcome to your huge experience. Uh, thank you very much, Paul. Great to be here. Looking forward to it. So, look, before we get on to matters of business, as we said just before we came on air, you clearly like a little bit of excitement in your life. So I'm intrigued. Young Chris sat at school, staring out of the window. What <laughs> did you want to do? What what was the what was the dream? What did you want to do when you grew up? Yeah, interesting. So yeah, I was born in Kenya. Um, so I had I had a fantastic childhood. Um, if you think of the flame trees of Africa. Uh, born on a literally worked on a game farm, got around. And yeah, I think um was fortunate to be gifted in the sports uh, uh, side of my life. Uh, played a lot of provincial rugby, played rugby for schools, Kenya, et cetera. And funny enough, was on a trip to the UK um in of all Newcastle, um walking down and I saw a recruitment office, a military recruitment office. Walked in, the gentleman behind the recruiting officer actually happened to be a Coldstream guard. And uh, I signed on the dotted line um, and joined the army. Uh, aspirations really to pursue a career in physical education um, because of my background in the sports. But unfortunately, um, had, a, had a very bad rugby injury and uh, was eventually medically discharged out of the army. At that time, my parents had emigrated from Kenya down to South Africa. And so that's how I ended up in South Africa um, and got into the security industry. Yeah. So Kenya to Newcastle to South Africa, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> by the Coldstream Guards. By the Coldstream Guards. Yeah. Awesome regiment. Too. And really, really proud to have represented them. Yeah. That, that in itself feels like a book all on its own to tell that journey. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so, so look, here you are. Um, based in, in South Africa, as you say, into the security industry. Fast forward now. Tell me a little bit about Izzy as a business. What does it do? What's its journey? What's its offering to clients? Because I know a little bit. You know yeah. a lot. But for anybody yeah. listening, just, just give us an overview. Awesome. Yeah, so the South African industry or the South African market um, has traditionally had three dominant CIT players on the commercial side and one sponsored uh, banking CIT, which is known as SBV, and they service the banks. Um, and then in about, I think it was about 2016, there was a major acquisition by a, a large facilities company that bought in, that did the acquisition around a security company. And with that, basically the commercial um, field then saw a drop in terms of CIT companies down to two. Um, our CEO at the time, 
uh, Albert Erasmus, saw an opportunity, long legacy in the CIT industry, ex-military, senior military officer, joined one of those, one of those leading CIT companies. Um, during that acquisition, moved over to the other leading CIT company in South Africa as the CEO. And uh, after this acquisition, decided that there was room and space and need for a third entrant to really give the end user more of a choice in terms of who to use. Um, and that's, that's kind of where the journey started back in 2016. Being military um, and being Albert, he's very methodical. And it's quite interesting because as an end user, as a user of security services, being in the corporate sector for many years, I got to know Albert because I actually awarded CIT business to him with one of these companies. Okay. Um, so I got to know Albert very well as a user of security services. And subsequently, I'm now partnering with him. Uh, to provide services to the end user. Um, so yeah, um, a lot of what we do uh, in with Easy is uh, our leadership is really what counts. Um, our leadership is predominantly military-based or military experience, senior ranking officers. So we bring the military methodology to the fore: order, discipline, uh, you know, strategy, um, planning, leading. All of those elements really kind of probably make us what differentiates us in the marketplace. And we do everything. We do it to complete end-to-end -end services from cash settlement recons, cash supply, cash collections, delivery, float preparation, payroll management, cash processing, uh, obviously the risk transfer, the insurance aspect, and even ATM management. Um, so the entire end-to-end -end solution. And now with, with the new advent, uh, in the industry. Well, not really new, but uh, they're obviously bringing a lot of intelligent devices to the fork. Um, so you can now, uh, you know, there's a lot in terms of mitigating the risk around uh, armed robberies, as well as the need for individuals to be counting money. You've got these intelligent devices that look like ATMs, where you deposit the money in, it's protected, and you get kind of your liquid, you know, you obviously get liquidity in terms of your money is reflected in your bank immediately, even though it's sitting, still sitting in the retail outlet. So that's where the, where the, the industry has changed. Mm -hmm. And we really believe we, we're there to offer an, a third option in the industry and become more of a partner because we're not just about providing a service. We, we believe that it's about adding value to an organization, becoming embedded in that organization, in organization and delivering a, a, the service around risk mitigation. It, it is interesting. You're right. When the choice went to just two main companies, that's not really a choice, is it? It was kind of, no. No, yeah. you know, two very similar. So I, I get the dynamic and the requirement for the third. I mean, you touched on the, the military methodology there. Do you, is that really the, the big differentiator when you're going in and you're saying, OK, guys and girls, you should consider Izzy as your cash in transit, your CIT provider, because we have this structure or, you know, do you put yourselves what really sets you apart is what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, other I think than, I, than, than organized people. Yeah, I think I think uh, I use the. the you know, the reference to military, because I think at the end of the day, what differentiates most companies, it's not about the, how good a vehicle looks with a brand on it. It's about leadership. 
because leadership and experience is going to help you manage your way forward in terms of the business risks that you need to deal with. And too many companies in the security domain or rather the end users, and bearing in mind, I probably have the opportunity. I've sat on three sides of the table. I've been a consultant. I've been a user of security companies. And now I'm a, I've been a provider of security companies. So I've been able to look at the at, at this from three different angles. And I can tell you, my frustration with security companies has always been, I'm not there to pay green fees. And I'm not, I'm really more interested about your security leadership, your experience, your professional development, and being a solution provider. So we are a solution provider end to end. We are in the fourth industrial revolution. Uh, we have adopted the, the, the virtual domain because that's where we need to be operating. If you want to achieve uh, or gain a common operating picture, situational awareness around what's happened to you, you have to play in the virtual domain. You have to use artificial intelligence. You have to exploit technology to give you that because you cannot be reactive. Too many companies put camera systems into their businesses, have a burglary, come back the next morning to find they've been burgled and then use YouTube to flight the instant that happened. Why, why, why would you want to be doing that? Surely you'd want to activate it because it's got artificial intelligence. It can notify you real time uh, what's happening so that you can bring leadership to the fore and you can respond. So we, what we do is we, we really, in the virtual domain, everything we do, we're a paperless operation. Uh, we are very people-centric. We spend a lot of time on training. Uh, in, I'm sure you can appreciate in the cash and transit industry, one of your biggest issues is the internal risk where you've got employees colluding with the external elements to conspire around robbing you or, or your clients, et cetera. So we spend a, a lot of time. Senior leadership doesn't delegate the responsibility of bringing on people to junior members they had we handpick people in our business because i don't know, i forget the author but it's a great book to read it talks about um your customer comes second your employee comes first and we that's our philosophy so we're very people-centric we do have a strategy around people in terms of we want to be seen as an employer of choice we want to be uh, seen uh, as an employer that is looking for talent management. We, we, we promote recognition. We create career paths for individuals because people, our business is around people. What we then do is we capacitate them and we resource them with technology and training so that they can flawlessly execute on operational service delivery on mitigating risks. So when we talk about end-to-end -end solution, in cash and transit, there are three components. You've got your cash and transit risk. And there, I think we're probably one of the leading, uh, uh, probably the leading countries uh, in the world around designing of armored vehicles. And um, we, you know, we have very serious cash and transit robberies in South Africa, the blowing up of trucks literally every other day, cross pavement risks and the like. So the first one is armored vehicles. We do a lot of work on that. All our vehicles have 360 degree peripheral surveillance, internal and external, which is live monitored with artificial intelligence on it. 
So we can have, we've got facial recognition. So we can see if somebody's trying to enter the vehicle that shouldn't be in there. We can verify the access control to the vehicle is done by those approved to enter the vehicle. We have interlocking, we've got alarms. There's a lot that goes around our vehicle and it's, and it's monitored real time. So we monitor the internal risk or rather in transit risk. The next element is your cross pavement. When you're moving from a vehicle to a client's premises or back from premises back to the client, there we use things called CPCs, cross pavement containers with die packs and proximity uh, elements to it. So if it's removed from an office, it implodes, detonates, dies the money. Obviously, these are all mechanisms put into to deter the robbery from taking place. And with that, we've gone a step further where we now have body cameras um, with our individuals. So now we monitor the the individual moving the cross pavement with hands-free audio. So he can now talk with his um, driver. We're the only company in South Africa that deploys a third man. Uh, We put a protection detail with 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 our crew member because it's we we absorb that cost because it's the right way to do because we're people centric we've got to support our staff we you know in this business there's two ways you're going to come home you're either coming home live or you're coming home in a body bag and that's the reality so we do everything to ensure that we support our ground they can focus on the job focus on service delivery and even into the store obviously our cameras so we're now trying to obviously work with clients to, to augment their surveillance systems within their stores. So we have a enterprise surveillance platform, which enables us to monitor any kind of surveillance, whether it's the likes of a Vigilon or Heat Vision or Dow or Milestone, we can monitor anything through the cloud via this master platform. We don't have to go and buy Heat Central to the, do the monitoring for Heat Vision. We have this enterprise platform that enables us to take all these ecosystems from access control, fire, electronic article surveillance, and bring it into a PISM or a VMS system that starts to give us intelligent event-driven reporting uh, so that our operators are able to provide direction, coordinate first response, alert, store management, uh, et cetera. We are now at the stage where we're working with uh, partners to deploy artificial intelligence around carrying of weapons, detecting carrying of weapons, whether it's a hand, it can distinguish between a handgun, a shotgun, and a rifle, as well as um, facial recognition. Because obviously shoplifters or armed robbers frequent places, or even, even license plate recognition as well is a big thing in South Africa at the moment, where we want to deploy it onto our vehicles and we want to deploy it onto our body cameras. So we are able to extend the security through technology where if they are, if we are being monitored by criminals that were known in known stolen vehicles or known, we've got facial recognition of, their, of them, that we can get immediate alerts to say we're under observation. Uh, we partner with the police. We sit in their jock. Uh, we have a virtual um, uh, what we call a, a cyber information infor- information management software program that runs our business, uh, where we geotab every single incident. All of our SOPs are digitalized. Everything gives us a complete control of what's happening on the ground. That's why we're different. We we're not selling a man in a in a, in a uniform walking across there with a weapon 
uh, we're selling an end-to-end solution because we've got to manage the entire risk. And we had an incident the other day with one of our clients. Because we do cash settlements and recons, we are picking up variances on cash shortages. And it was through our body cameras, through live monitoring, where we had the management sitting in, in, our, in our SOC, they were able to see their, their managers stealing money. So in, in that, through that process, through our body cameras and live monitoring, it resulted in 25 members being dismissed. Wow. Yeah. So that's the difference, I would say. The difference. I mean, that is just a, that is an A to Z list of technology being deployed. I mean, that is an unbelievably complex and hugely impressive, you know, suite of technology linked together. For every type of business, the power of a data-driven security video management system designed to give you total control anywhere, anytime. 3X Logic. And that brings me on to sort of the, you know, the wider South African market. I mean, certain, you know, cash in transit is a single operative in a non-armored vehicle picking up, yet through to the South African market, you've got all of this complexity and this extra consideration that you give now how would you summarize the wider retail market at the minute so that the retailers that you're picking up from are are the risks about the same are there is the increased risks at the moment is the more assaults on uh, and attempts on cash in transit is it in vogue at the minute is everything online you know give me an overview of the of the retail market and maybe the specific challenges as you see them chris the South African market has, has a, I, I call it a hostile environment. Um, so if we, if we were to do an environmental scan and just think of, uh, we under, you, you understand the, the theft triangle as to why people steal. And one of the drivers is need. So if we look at South Africa, we have a very porous border. Um, our joining neighbors frequently cross our borders. We have a huge illegal immigrant issue in South Africa. Many of them have have, um, been involved in civil wars, have a strong background in military expertise. We have a proliferation of weaponry that's accessible because of the civil wars. You can literally buy an AK-47 for 50 bucks, 50 rand. we have a major problem of between 90 to 130 gangs, syndicated gangs. Um, recently, they're publishing four cartels that have been sabotaging ESCOM at a billion rand a month. Um, we have a, you know, a gambling problem in, in South Africa in excess of about 57 billion rand is spent on gambling. Liquor is to the tune of about 120 nine billion rand is spent on liquor. Uh, The cell phone, our cell phone industry, South Africa has the highest subscribers in Africa. 26 million people uh, have subscriptions with cell phones, followed by Nigeria and Morocco. Uh, South Africa is the largest illicit drug destination in sub-Saharan Africa. We are the transient point for Europe and South America. Now, I saw an article a while ago on NBC that talked about uh, drugs being a major problem in the workplace and drug addicts 
were gravitating to the retail sector because it's the quickest and easiest way to make money, whether you're stealing the merchandise or, and or you're working on a cash register. And when you have a drug addict that's on a $1,000 cocaine habit per day, they can do devastating, they can do a huge amount of damage to your business. And this particular incident was talking to, by the time they apprehended the individuals, the individual who was on a $1,000 cocaine habit couldn't steal enough money. So he started to, to sell drugs to his colleagues in the workforce. They then started to steal. By the time they caught their whole syndicate, they had to dismiss 70% of the workforce. Yeah. Now, you know, risk management, your starting point in risk management is starts with people. So that's why we do background checks. That's why we do polygraphs and or truth integrity checks, whatever, because you've got to make sure the person coming into your business is a person of, of integrity. But again, if we understand why people steal, and I think that's what organizations really need to get to grips with, is that you can have an employee for 15 years that never stole from you. But when that need arises, whether it's the drug or whether it's the liquor or whether it's the gambling or whether it's the debt, whatever that is, that precipitates this journey that they embark upon. And the only thing that's going to stop them is how do we increase the risk of detection um, and reduce the opportunity? And that's what we focus on. Uh, through everything that we do is how do we increase the risk of detection and how do we bring a framework to that? Uh, so uh, to answer, maybe to answer your question. Um, so typically the way that uh, cash and transit uh, incidents are happening in South Africa today is most vehicles, most vehicles will go out and do their collections. Uh, and then as they come back in the evening, the vehicles are full of money and that's when they are being uh, bombed or they've been uh, taken out. Alternatively, it's the vehicles that are going to the banks. And we're talking about specifically taking on the cash and transit risk. Um, and then, the so how we do it in, in differently in um, Izzy, the Izzy way, is that we bank twice a day, mandatory. So we offload bef uh, before lunch. And so the limit on our vehicle is reduced, the risk. And secondly, we do not permit any vehicle on the road after six o'clock. Mm -hmm. So in many instances, you can still find cash and transit vehicles on the road past eight o'clock, nine o'clock okay. at night time. Yeah. We don't allow that. So these are, you know, these are small things. As I said, Albert and uh, our leadership, very, very astute CIT people. They spent their entire lives in this industry. They work with Sabric. We are part of, uh, we now we've created a new association called CITASA, which is the Cash and Transit Security Association of South Africa. We, we're very involved with the police and we, we, you know, we use intelligence. You know, data gives you insight. So we understand how you know, crime displacement occurs, the methodology and how they operate. So we do a lot of intelligence work. We will work partner with a lot of the external agencies and we do a lot of good work, but unfortunately there are instances where we, we do lose it. Yeah. It's uh, and, and you know, the, the expertise uh, and just clearly the passion for it that comes over talking to you is, is incredible. You know, the, 
the the amount of moving parts that have to go into your business and the smart choices you take over the end and they just stand out and, and sometimes it's the simplest of things the banking twice a day not out after six o'clock and others are just you know lessons yeah. i'm sure have been learned yeah, yeah. the hard way now yeah, yeah. next week i'm thrilled to say you are going to be joining us at retail risk cape yes. town i'll be there as well radisson blue cape town harbour on thursday the 9th other than your beaming smiling Chris, uh, what can people expect from you? Are you are you doing anything? Should they come up and say hi? What what what's going to be going on with you? Yeah, we we're gonna we we want people to come and see the, uh, come and see the easy way and how we 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 are really a true end to end solution partner. We're not a labor broker. We understand risk. You know, our professional development runs across the board from risk management to security to food cost management uh, technology we really really in the business to become an embedded partner and uh, you know that the in mcdonald's they always talk about the three-legged stool which is really your your franchisee your corporate corporation and then obviously your vendors and we really about partnerships adding value and bringing we <laughs> more so bringing solutions to the table um, and how do we do that? How do we mitigate your risk? How do we add value? How do we, you know, today, even in the retail sector, there's there's lots of things that we that you can do. So one of the things I actually I forgot to mention is that Easy 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 Group is diversifying, and uh, in the middle of March, um, shortly after the, uh, your your launch, we are actually launching Easy Secure which is our, let's say, the physical security, security management, remote surveillance, um, valuable cargo, es escorts, which is a big thing because we a lot of the retailers are losing a lot of money in, in terms of the transport, the logistics sites where there's vehicles are being hijacked or stolen or burnt or whatever. So because of our expertise in that area, we are also starting to venture into that market and start bringing specialization to that as well. Yeah, and funny enough, you know, that whole um, piece around losing stock in transit, high value, I mean, that is the world over. So I can only imagine within South Africa, it, it's coming up the, up the radar. So I think a smart move and, uh, and to have somebody with your expertise taking a look at that opposed to your sort of usual players has only got to be a good thing. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we're very excited about it. And we, yeah, we're really looking forward to, to getting into the marketplace. So, um, Chris, an absolute pleasure. I found it fascinating listening to you uh, talk about the industry. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to be my guest this week. I will look forward to seeing you in a few days in Cape Town. But for now, Chris, thank you very much indeed. No, thank you. I really appreciate it. And likewise, looking forward to seeing you next week. And travel safe. <laughs>